If you enjoy the show, share it with a friend. You can find us at facebook.com slash show, and you can visit our new home on the web at www.tracktune.com slash slipangle. You can also leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. Welcome everybody to Slip Angle Show. There's that awesome intro. I am Austin yeah. Cabot. Love the Slip Angle Show intro. Good job, buddy. I'm just That's amped. So. I'm amped, man. <laughs> I really am. You're, uh, what are you so amped for? Uh, uh, I've been in the car for the last like 28 hours. Yeah, you, so. you're just driving through just storms in Texas, Hopped right? up, all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, you hopped up on Mountain Dew. Wait, is that, is that like a family guy thing? Is it hopped up? How would you even, I don't, I feel like I was saying hopped up weird. I think I you've been know. driving. I think you've been driving too long, dude. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> That's right. What? Uh, so since uh, you've you've taken a trip for like a month uh, since we have last recorded a show together. And yeah, you've been off for like stuff. Yeah, for like four weeks. Yeah, you've been doing a bunch of stuff in California because you like going to California. I so. love California, man. That's like the fourth time since August that I've been. Yeah, the uh, you're making me a little jealous. I'm. I've been. Uh, banging around Chicago doing Chicago stuff and it's finally warm here for the first time kind of ever I know uh, it snowed year. a couple weeks ago like wasn't there an it's, autocross event or something it, it, in mid-Ohio when it snowed and it I don't snowed know. last week like yeah it's, like last Saturday I was walking in two inches of snow putting a putting a basement uh, like a basement uh, crawl space door in and uh, and this Saturday it was 75 degrees and it was 87 today actually <laughs> Man, that's a yeah, pretty big, big swing. Yeah, pretty giant difference. It's stupid Chicago. That's like Chicago. a Tiger Woods size swing. That's something like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> so we've had, we've both had a lot of things happen in the last month since we've recorded, or what has it been? Two months since we recorded? Uh, yeah, like February. When? Yeah, when was that? At, that uh, February, Great March. Lakes. Yeah, it was like February seventeenth, nineteenth, sometime in there. Yeah, it's been about two months now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we uh, we did a bunch of shows in like a week there, and then yeah, you like you wrecked and repaired a car in that time span. Uh, it's not it's not quite done. It's almost there. But and I, I've I I've spent it, more of my savings. <laughs> what else is new? The uh, at least you had a job there for a few weeks at Porsche. Yeah, for a couple of weeks. How, and how it's was, not uh, it's not it's not Porsche. You have to say Porsche. Por- oh, sorry, Porsche. There you Porsche. go. There you go. Uh, how was uh, we haven't talked about that show? How was or that on the show? How was uh, your first few weeks of crazy employment there? Oh, it was good, man. Uh, I think I worked uh, very many hours every week. Pretty yeah, much you were Monday, like real. Hours. Yeah, Monday through Thursday, I was going in. I was waking up at five every morning, leaving the house at yep. five thirty, getting there around six thirty to report for work at seven, and, and usually were... not leaving until about seven forty-five or eight p.m. What were you guys doing? You were training, like, the nationwide sales force or something? Yeah, so the new 911, uh, the Carrera and the Carrera S are 
both turboed now. Um, yeah, and with such a big too, right? change, it's the 991 chassis, but it's the Gen 2. So it's a 991.2. No, they're six cylinders. It's a they're, three they're liter. All turbo sixes? Okay. It's a three liter um, six cylinder, flat six, uh, turbocharged in both the Carrera and the Carrera S now. That's cool. So, yeah, so we got to mess around with those. Porsche flew yeah. essentially like every Porsche salesperson in the country. Uh, every okay. like sales manager, some of the general managers, uh, service advisors, uh, and stuff like that, then service managers, flew them all in so that they could experience the car firsthand uh, and go through like a three-day training process. Yeah, and you did that with like everybody then, huh? Yeah, so at one point, one of the rotations that I had, I sat with everybody, or a couple of the rotations I had, I sat in a car with everybody that came through that day, and I think there were something like 112 a day that were coming through. <laughs> That's, so, that sounds terrible. <laughs> well, the worst was working dynamics pad. Which okay. is essentially just like a large skid pad or a large like paved pad that yeah. has cones set up, and there is a launch area, and yeah. an ABS braking area, and then a slalom area, and then another ABS braking area. Okay. So you can imagine getting launched 112 times a day by different people yeah. of varying skill levels, yeah. and then ABS threshold brakes uh, twice as much. Every day. Oh, jeez. Every day. And, and and so you and you're also using like regular three point harnesses, so you're getting slammed against a regular harness. Yeah, and some belt. of the cars, some of the cars did weird things. Like the BMW that we had would actually pre tension the seatbelt. So if you okay. got into ABS before the car was at a complete stop, it would actually like not just lock the seatbelts, it would actually like pull them back. Really? Yeah. 1980s Hondas don't do that, so I'm not no. So I wasn't very familiar with it either, but it did it. So, so it kind of sucks you in like the laces on Marty McFly's Nikes or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly awesome. what it was like. And the uh, the Mercedes AMG GTS did it too. So, so you guys were basically comparing uh, the new Porsches to those cars. Then, too. Yeah, yeah. That way, the salespeople could have a you know a general understanding of yeah. what their you know their customers. That were coming yeah, in shopping cool. for for the cars. Yeah, they knew what they were up against essentially. Yeah, that's very smart. So, yeah, long, you, how long? How many weeks was that? Like three crazy. Yeah, weeks? three three weeks, and then I'd work a regular retail day uh, on Saturday too, or okay. for two where, two of the Saturdays, where customers and stuff would just come in and play with stuff. Right, right. Okay. So actually, one of the guys came in. He was from uh, from Iowa. And turns out that he is a tire dealer and sells tires, uh, and sells Continental tires, like who I used to work for, and they used to be my territory. So okay. we, we had a lot to talk about. It was great. That's cool. That's cool. Continental tire. That's, uh, that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. From Hey, you said it the exact same way. That uh, it wasn't that they, good. I tried. My, yeah, my impersonation was It was close enough. Off. Close enough. Continental tires. There you it's been, go. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Um, yeah, it. Uh, after you got done with all your Porsche stuff, then you said, uh, fuck it, I'm going to drive to California for really no reason and do a bunch of shows and hang no, out with I my mean, dad. And there was reasons. I mean, I just didn't want to be in Atlanta. The pollen was horrible. Yeah, well, that's a good enough reason. The that's pollen reason. was bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. When I was down there like a month ago, we, we woke up on, I was at Road Atlanta for the SECA Majors, we woke up on Saturday, and everything was yellow. <laughs> like, the entire world was yellow. Call Adam Jubay. It was uh, very strange. 
Did Would I lose you, like you Austin? I lost Austin. Cancel. Piece of shit. Calling Austin back. He's in the middle of nowhere. Austin. It's ringing. He's trying to call me back. Hi, you've reached Austin Cabot. So professional. He's in the middle of nowhere. What's up, dude? Hope he's leaving his running so it's easier to splice these together. Hello. Hey, there you are. There you go. Lost so. you. Did, did you did you leave yours running too? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Okay, let's just do that next time when you're in the, when your call drops out. Yeah. That uh, yeah, right, that works perfect. Then it'll be easier to pile them together and everybody can just hear us talk over each other. I should just leave it. I should just leave it because it'll cut out and you'll just hear me talking over you like son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I'll be up. Oh, I think I think he dropped out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you were talking about the pollen, and I said that I was at the SEC majors race, and then I woke up on Saturday, and everything was yellow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it, but it happened to match my race car, so I didn't have to clean so it. So it's which perfect. Was nice. yeah. yeah. Except how is how is the uh, the yellow on orange interior though? Because you don't have windows, uh, right? No, it, it, I did. I did put my windows. I've got towing windows. I've got like Lexan inserts that I screw in for towing. So. Oh, fancy! Yeah, it was. Uh, so it was all good. I put so those you, in, in case it drizzled. You and TK and, went down, right? Yeah, we took my trailer and we we took his his F two fifty, which is uh, it's got like airbags in the back. It's a two it's a single rear wheel instead of a dually, so it rides nicer. And, he didn't uh, he didn't flake out like we were uh, kind of expecting. No, no, he last time in December when I went, he flaked out, and uh, and this time, yeah, we loaded up and we we rolled all the way straight through at night. Um, we left on a Thursday night. In practice, we were we were like trying to make practice, which was Friday morning at nine thirty five. Um, and because it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event, and uh, we're trying to make practice, and we just bombed through the night, and it was long until it gets like close to daylight. It's like from like two p.m. two a.m. until like five a.m. It's a long drive, you know. Yeah. And uh, but we got there. We got to the track. Practice started at nine thirty-five. We got there at nine fifteen. <laughs> so wow, cutting it close. We got, yeah, we got through registration pretty fast, even though the guy was like, hey, where are you guys from? You know, let's talk. And um, and we got through registration. We went and found uh, where all of our buddies, uh, Bowie, who has written an article for us, and a bunch of other guys from uh, the forum that shall not be named. Um, no, we can name it now. Oh, did we get permission? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't know. know if we want that, to. That show, no, should we not? <laughs> uh, let's not name it yet. We should just um, we should start a new forum and call it forum that shall not be named dot com. That's not a bad idea. We could do that. That yeah. could be our it could be our our forum for our discussing. Forum. Yeah, yeah. For, as for if we need as if we need another another brand to have. Yeah, to we manage. need another another thing to do. That's that's exactly what you need is another web five dollar a month website or whatever. Yeah. Hey, it's <laughs> um, cheap. Well, Who cares? Yeah, we could probably just do it through tracktune dot com and then have a sub name. The, uh, yeah, we got there with just enough time, and I had to go through tech because uh, I've never done a majors race. So you get, they have to weigh you, and uh, uh, so we pull in, and I'm already putting my gear on before we. We were up in like the second tier of the paddock on the pro side, um, and everything was on club side, but uh, our buddies were up in the pro side, and uh, we pull in, and um, 
Mr. Vone, uh, Charles, who's a listener, he, he was he was there, and he start, started helping us unload as I'm getting dressed. Him and TK right. are unloading the car and dumping everything out of it. And uh, I'm, I'm throwing all my gear in the car, my logbook and everything, and I fly over to We actually had to push start the car off the trailer because the starter solenoid is doing weird stuff on it. It started fine all weekend except for then. Uh, so we push started it in reverse off the trailer, and I drove straight over to Tech, got through Tech, um, said, hey, can you can I leave my logbook here? Because I'm going to go on the track right now. Uh, and I actually pulled into grid. Uh, I was the last one into grid, and the car right in front of me was rolling out, so I was perfectly on time. <laughs> so, so perfect that was, uh, perfect that was, timing. It, it, but the, the only problem was I left my – we checked my tires with, like, my bad gauge, which I don't know why I keep a bad gauge around. Yeah, you need to toss uh, that thing, man. Yeah, I have two gauges, and one of them is, like, stupid, and one of them is not. And we checked my tires with the bad gauge, which I literally have no idea. I, I know that I know how wrong it is, but I don't know why I keep it around. I should throw it Just post, post it up um, for sale on Track Midwest for sale and want to buy. That's a good idea. It's, it's famous now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so I went out on, you know, hot hot pressures for Hoosiers, like, is, like, 34 to 38. Like, that's what you shoot for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went out on, like, 40 cold. And <laughs> so it got up to, like, 50 PSI. Um, and my so my first laps were, like, 10 seconds off pace because the car felt like a whole bag of crap and I hadn't slept. And, um, and then I dropped uh, about 7 seconds in Friday qualifying, got down to about the pace I was at in December. And then I dropped like another four seconds the next day in qualifying. Um, I think the car had like 142s in it, but uh, in my race I was stuck behind some T4 cars and I was just kind of driving around. Yeah. And on, on Saturday, um, I got a, I got a lame start and I was still kind of like it's it's it it takes me a while to like feel normal again after not sleeping for a night. So I thought I'll just drive around and have a good time and. Uh, so the race was fun. I got, you know, got uh, mid-pack and STL. And um, and then Sunday, uh, we were having a good time. You know, every every night was fun. We had a great group of dudes we were hanging out with. And uh, Sunday, uh, I was also putting data boxes for the uh, ST committee, for the SECA committee that I'm on. I was putting those in cars. Um, basically, they're little AIM solos that uh, we use to, in, order, in order to evaluate the cars, you know. Um, so I'm gathering data and uh, getting some help from some buddies to turn the units on because you got to turn them on five minutes before the the flag and or before the, the the before the cars move, otherwise they shut off. Um, so I had my head kind of into that, and then uh, Sunday I get in the car and I'm like, all right, I got to focus. I'm going to try to run some 142s and just you know have a good clean race. It's a 40 minute race and stuff. So um, we go out for the pace lap and then turn 12. Is it turn 12 where you're under the bridge? That's yeah, right before that's 12, right? Yeah, that's historic, like, old turn 11 up under the bridge. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was that. But it's not really, like 10, it's not really a turn anymore. Yeah, it's it's kind of a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm heading up the hill towards the bridge, right? Um, and uh, all of a sudden, the car in front of me, like, comes to a stop. Like, we're going, like, second to third gear, like, 40 miles an hour. Um, and the car in front of me, like, it was just E46, an STU car. He slams on the brakes. And, uh, and I got the car, I, you know, I got the car. I had plenty of space in front of me. They didn't um, break you guys up in, into different groups? No, it, the entire run group, it was STU. Actually, it was T2 cars, which there was, like, an Evo, an AMS Evo, and, like, a, 
996 or 997 Porsche. Um, those were T2 cars. There were two of those. They were up front, and then there was like half a dozen STU cars, and then some STL cars. And they were called the STU and STL cars were like a little intermixed. And I was, you know, middle of everybody. And then there were some T4 cars behind us, which are like more stock. Like it was an RX8 behind me, and a, and a new MX5 behind him, and stuff. Um, and so we're, I'm heading up the hill, and the E46 comes to a complete stop almost because we and we didn't even know why because there was somebody in front of him and tried to almost come to a complete stop, and and I got the car like I got I got it almost stopped. I like maybe gave him a little bit of a love tap, you know, because it was an abrupt like panic stop, and then I proceeded to get rammed in the back of the car so incredibly hard, um, just the way that, you like it. Oh, that's right, man. It was hard. <laughs> the 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 back of my car, um, the tub was pushed in about, I think it was ten or twelve inches. It was, I think it was a, almost a full foot. Wow, was spot. that much? Yeah, I didn't realize like the, it was that much. The spare tire well was like cut in half, like the size of the spare tire well. Um, and on a CRX, the spare so tire. So is that a? So now it's a real space saver, real tire. It was. It was very space saver. <laughs> Um, the, I actually had, I had 20 pounds of weight bolted to the bottom of the spare tire well and the steel, um, cause the spare tire kind of like sits up against the very back of the tub in that car. Yeah. Um, the steel was folded over the 10 pound weights and they were bolted in the middle of the spare tire well. Wow. So, um, it was kind of nuts. There was a bunch of ripped seams and stuff and I thought the, sh and, and I, I got pushed into that E46 and my radiator got all messed up and my oil coolers tweaked and. Uh, the carbon fiber hood's messed up. The carbon fiber hood actually sprung back pretty well, so I'm going to reuse that. Um, but uh, so it's just been a process What's of that? getting the car back together. Yeah, the back end's about back about back together. But Oscar Jackson Jr. Uh, heard that I had a bad uh, wreck, and he said, "What do you need?" And he sent me a radiator, which is super nice of him. Jackson Racing, nice little plug for them. Yeah, he's uh, um, he's won the past two uh, oh, Western Majors yeah. races for STU, hasn't he? Yeah, he's doing very well. And and one of the races, two I think two races ago, he ran STL in the Hasport CRX also. Yeah, and yeah, in the yellow he one. Won or got second, but okay. uh, and that's just a that's a basic CRX. That's like a ITA CRX with a Type R motor in it. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks to Oscar, uh, I think that radiator's showing up one of these days. But uh, yeah, so it, it turns out um, that the guy, it was a yellow Lotus. We thought that he had slammed his brakes in order to... Because you're not allowed to pass anybody before the green flag, right? Um, we thought he had slammed his brakes in order to get a run on the other cars before the green flag. Mm -hmm. um, and just last weekend at the VIR majors, our buddy Mike Taylor, um, he saw or he talked to somebody who saw in-car video from that yellow Lotus, and he missed a shift. He went from uh, he went from second to first instead of from second to third. So mm, um, That'll do it. Yeah, so it turns out that was most likely the problem. We uh, we couldn't we couldn't quite pin it, pin down what the issue was from anybody's video. Um, it was a it was just a mess, man. There was like half a dozen cars that had like like it was probably twenty to thirty thousand dollars in combined damage. So. Yeah, just full um, full accordion effect. It was yeah totally like the, the first car slows down twenty miles an hour. The second car slows down twenty eight miles an hour or something. The third car comes to a complete stop. And then the car behind him hits him, and then the car behind him, which is me, is a pancake. <laughs> See, when cars are driving themselves racing, we're not going to have this yeah. kind of problem. Or we'll have way worse problems for the first few <laughs> races, and then no problems at all. Yeah, yeah, because they have to learn, right? 
Yeah, once they learn that yeah. there'll be a bunch of smashed up cars that don't touch anybody. <laughs> yeah, I was joking. The, I was joking around when I was uh, having lunch on Saturday that uh, now that Toyota isn't doing the the pro celebrity race, uh, that yeah. Tesla is going to step up and it's going to be the Tesla pro celebrity race. Everybody can just run Tesla autopilot. Yeah, and they're just the cars will just race themselves. I heard that the Tesla autopilot feature like sometimes gets you in some bad spots too. Um, it's well, it's like one of those friends that you trust, but occasionally yeah. like they'll get you into some shit. Occasionally, it's going ninety five miles an hour down an off ramp. That's <laughs> fine. It's like we got this. Yeah, no problem. We got this. Yeah, Don't worry about it's it. Like, it's like all wheel drive or something. It's cool, yeah. man. <laughs> but, yeah. So that was the end of my Sunday, and we came home, and uh, yeah, it was a long long drive home. But, yeah, I can uh, imagine through the night, right? Yeah, we well, we got home probably about two a.m. It wasn't too bad because we, okay. we got to got leave, out pretty uh, good. Yeah, the race was early. I think okay. the race was at like ten thirty or eleven. Okay, so we were out of there by like twelve thirty. Yeah, I would have been there, but I was. Uh, I drove down to Tampa for that that weekend. Yeah, how was uh, the air show? It was great, man. Yeah, cool. cool. So yeah, one of my uh, one of my friends from high school uh, is actually like the public relations officer for essentially like the Air Force version of the Blue Angels is what it was. Really? So yeah, and they flew in honor of Jessica's brother. That's cool, man. So yeah. Yeah, so got to see her and got to kind of go down and see all the planes and stuff. It was it was pretty cool. That's cool. Although I did, I sheared one of the bolts off of my skid plate on the wagon. So I had to fix that before I left for wagon? California. Oh, yeah, dude, like quarter-inch thick aluminum. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why this thing's like so low, and I don't have to it really worry low. about it. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Is that like a mass-produced skid plate? or did you uh, It's from, from Diesel Geeks. So it's not mass mass produced. It's like small batch. So if okay. it was if it was beer, it's not Coors, uh, and it's not even like three one two. It'd be more like a, a local brewery, I guess. Yeah, just a uh, little semi custom thing. Huh? Yeah, yeah. When I drove that when we were in LA last time, it didn't seem like it really hit a whole lot, but it did kind of go chunk a couple times coming out of parking lots. Yeah, and, and sometimes, like, what happened in Tampa, I was going down a road that they were grading and getting rid of yeah. everything so they could refinish it. Yeah. And there was a manhole cover that was, yep. you know, it was raised, which normally it would yep. be flush. Um, and it literally just sheared one of the rear bolts right off. And, buddy, and that's uh, the same bolt that actually holds the... Um, the back of the subframe into the chassis. That seems like an important bolt. Yeah, so it actually, the rest of it was there, um, <laughs> but the head was gone. Yeah. So that was interesting getting that out. Yeah, it, did it just come right back out or no? Uh, there were some, a couple of things that I had to do, like involving a drill and uh, yeah. another, another, like some of the replacement hardware I kind of butchered because they sent me some extra. Uh, to okay. be able to extract it. The, uh, and I did that Thursday night after working at Porsche for three weeks so that I could leave Friday morning after I got new tires to drive oh, through the night through Dallas, or through the day through Dallas, which ended up yeah. turning out to through the night through Dallas because I took a nap, and then I started driving, and then I got tired, so I slept in the car, and then I kept driving some more, and then I got tired again. Yeah. So You were driving out with your dad, right? Yeah, I actually drove to Dallas to pick my dad up because we'd always talked about taking a road trip uh, on motorcycles uh, out okay. to California. Yeah. But just the way the timing worked, and I hadn't really ridden a lot training, and neither had he, and he's not in the best physical shape anymore due to some open-heart surgery complications and stuff. Um, oh, we decided it was just better just to drive out. 
Yeah, just uh, just go pollute with the commuter polluter. Pretty much, man. So yeah. we ended up, I picked him up on a Saturday, and then we drove uh, from Dallas to Albuquerque, okay. and then woke up the next morning on Easter, yeah. and drove up to Four Corners, uh, yep. like where Colorado, New Mexico, uh, Nevada, and what else? Arizona meet. Uh, yeah, Arizona. Yeah. yeah. I've been there before. Went there, um, and then from there... Where else did we go? Did you buy some sweet trinkets from the locals at Four Corners? I did not. I should have, <laughs> but I didn't. They sell all the, they sell all kinds of trinkets over there. Yeah, and I don't know when when was the last time you were there because they just redid it like in 2010 or something. Oh, I probably haven't been there since like '95. Okay. Little, yeah, it's, it's only 10. 12. There's like all these. Pretty much, they built four different like strip malls now that are just like open air that kind of yeah. surround the whole thing. Uh, and you kind of enter in through the corners, and then you're in this arena almost uh, of okay. four corners with like all these people selling stuff. You're just in a different state all of a sudden, in a yeah. different place, where yeah. they can get different state tax money from you. Yeah, pretty much, right? I yeah, yeah I was asking cool. them how that even worked. I didn't even know how that worked. They're probably tr- they're probably hoping you pay cash. And yeah, it doesn't work for then it doesn't or, work very well. Or I think it's I think it's Indian land. So I don't yeah, think that they I actually have to pay taxes. I think a lot of it taxes. is reservation. Yeah. And I think you're right. Four, four Corners or, is located in a reservation area. It's either in one or right near one, yeah. Yeah. So from there, yeah. we actually we went out to um, to Monument Valley because it's pretty close by. Yeah, pictures of that were awesome. Yeah, yeah. So got I've, to hang out in Monument Valley and kind of see that a little bit. I don't think I've ever been there. It was pretty sweet. You know, my dad, my dad was like, you know, I'm glad that you knew this was here because... I would have just driven right by it. Just yeah, a little bit out of the way. Off, how far off the uh, the main road is that? Uh, I mean, from the interstate, you're probably talking, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours north maybe, I think. Okay. I can't remember. There's That's where they much, film like every on. western. They yeah. film like every western ever there, right? Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, and that's it, where the, uh, the Navajo code, code talkers were from. It's from right around that area too. Okay. Yep. But man, that is some different country out there. Yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's not, you just put probably half a dozen pictures up on Instagram and stuff, but yeah, it, it's such an unbelievable landscape there. Yeah, it's awesome. And then from yeah. there, we made it down to Flagstaff, um, Arizona, and spent the night. Yeah. yeah. And then what's, woke up. What's and the weather like in Flagstaff this time of year? Is there snow there yet? Uh. Not then, but we did, I think, the night before, as we were crossing New Mexico, uh, yeah. we did go through a storm, which at higher elevations was leaving a lot of snow. What kind of tires did you end up putting on the wagon? I put BF Goodrich G4 Sport Comp AS2s. Is that what you had before? No, I had Sport Comp 2s, not the AS's. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so still <laughs> BF Goodrich's. I'm big yeah. fan of running, being able to run directional tires with all the camber that I'm running on this thing. Yeah. So got that hella flush status. That's right. Or you know, uh, since we were talking to Sam Myers, it is the uh, the Hoosier spec front wheel drive alignment uh, setup <laughs> for Daytona. I just I just listened to that one today because I couldn't remember what we talked to Sam about. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're running so, the race alignment there, right? Pretty much, man. Yeah. You keep the toe at zero on that thing, or no? Uh, yeah. So zero okay. toe all around, actually. And that's in, that's not a solid beam axle in the rear, right? No, it's uh, it's IRS. That's what I thought. It's got the golf suspension. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's the Mark V, Mark VI uh, GTI chassis, essentially. Yeah. So it's got a 28, 28 mil rear sway bar on the rear from Hotchkiss. I don't know okay. the wall thickness, but it's, uh, yeah. and with a zero toe, it, I mean, I guess you didn't really get to drive it hard, but it, it rotates pretty well. Yeah. The, uh, For a station the wagon. The off-ramps, it seemed like it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, on this trip, I went up to, uh, to Monterey. And oh, yeah, yeah. remember your NSX student, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his wife, Heather, actually has one of these that's stock. So I actually went up there and had dinner with them um, okay. on the trip and let him drive it. And he was like, holy crap, man. Like, yeah. it completely changes the car. Yeah, the... Not even just the tube, just lame the suspension. Stuff. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of like they're just commuter cars, but it's a it, they're really good. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. You know, last night I crossed a hundred thousand miles too. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and still not a squeak or a rattle. That's what I love. How how long have you actually owned that thing? Not even two years yet. I bought it April twenty fourth uh, of twenty fourteen. That's a lot of that's a lot of miles, man. That's fine. No big deal. You uh, you put a lot of miles on for your last job doing, like, uh, uh, sales all over the southeast. Yeah. Well, pretty much just, like, Georgia, Alabama, and the panhandle of Florida. Yeah. I was doing, like, twelve to 1,500 miles a week. That's a lot, man. Jeez. So, but, yeah, it's, it's essentially the perfect car for me. Yeah. So, and I yeah, was, the- I, I towed that trailer from Cincinnati down to Atlanta with it. Um, And it did well. I mean, it got almost 30 miles of the gallon towing a big 5x8 U-Haul. Yeah. uh, Which it may be doing again here in a couple months. We'll see. You might be living out of one of those in a couple months. Yeah, right? That's You know, that's not a bad idea, actually. What, just rent a U-Haul? No, get one of the mini camper things. Yeah, but, like, if you can can find somewhere to, like, leave it, it's perfect. Yeah. But if you have to, like, pack it up every day or say I was in L.A. and I wanted to go to the Peterson... Uh, which I went yeah. to this trip, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Um, Sounds awesome. You know, I'd have to like, I'd have to tow it down into downtown, you know, LA and everything. The, uh, so, the oh, got uh, to hang out with uh, with the DWA guys a little bit. I was just gonna say they were, they just talked about in their last show about going to the Peterson and that you can actually get into the vault, like the basement. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, you can pay like an extra twenty bucks or something to go down there. Yeah, I need to go there next time I'm in LA. So yeah, you should uh, you should come on out, man. We might have multiple opportunities. Soon you might be able to come out and stay whenever you would like. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I I enjoyed my 28 hours in LA last time. With In and Out, I think we filled it with In and Out and Chick Fil A and yep. uh, barbecue. Yeah, and Matt Ferrer got barbe- And Matt Fair got barbecued. No, Matt Ferrer got Chick Fil A. No, he got barbecued. Got barbecued. On our show. Oh yeah, got grilled. <laughs> yeah, he got barbecued. <laughs> that works too. Yeah. So he actually um, he invited me over to his house on Saturday and cooked yeah. me dinner. It was so sweet. That that place, the view looks awesome. It, it is, I, man. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know it was like right on the beach. Yeah, like when you're walking on the Venice Boardwalk, uh, yeah. you know, look up. Chances are he might be sitting out there hanging out. Yeah, that's where he lives. So it's yeah. it's pretty cool, man. That's that's a wild place, and he talks about it on the show too. So it's no secret. But, yeah, yeah. Um, his show's bigger than ours, obviously. So. Is it? Is it? Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a little bigger. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, that just how big is his house? There is it actually like decent size or? Yeah, I mean for the area, um, it's it's yeah. very decent size. Yeah. 
That seems like a hassle to live in an area like that if you're a car guy. But he's got like a separate warehouse he's, that he keeps all his cars. Ah, uh, not anymore. All the cars are at the Peterson now. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what he was saying. It's random. So it pays yeah, to the, know somebody. The guy that was letting him store everything sold the warehouse. But he does. Oh, I think he, he mentioned that one. He does time, have a yeah. four-car garage under his house. Yeah. So it's which not, isn't enough. Yeah, like when I was there, the the GTR was there. Yeah. Although I'm starting to think the GTR and the Mustang are mythical because I've seen I've been out and like met up with them like four times since August in LA, yeah. and I have yet to see either of those cars. In, like, uh, in, in you haven't you didn't even see it when you were there the other day? No, we just got too busy like hanging out. We were there for like six or seven hours. Yeah. And too busy hanging out and you know drinking beers and. I want to see that Mustang. His Mustang looks awesome. Yeah, it does. It, uh, it's like the perfect like rowdy street car. Yeah. Yeah, really, really cool. Basic motor and stuff, but uh, awesome suspension. So yeah, it's so. Uh, it sounds pretty sweet, man. I wish I wish I could have seen it. I didn't even think to ask to like look at the GTR. Shows you how much <laughs> of a car guy I am. I'm like, eh, whatever. We uh, I almost looked at a GTR on Friday. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, our buddy Tal Kyle is thinking about selling everything he owns and buying a GTR. So I think he uh, should. It, they're a pretty good deal right now, I, and I don't. I think it's a good place to put money, but maybe it's not. I don't know. It's a um, car. It's probably not a good place to put money. Well, it's one of them weird cars where it might be like you know just about as good as just having the money because it might not drop in value. Yeah. Um, and he's always wanted one, and there's one locally that's, like, just had a ton of maintenance by, like, a reputable shop. It just came in from a, from the importer, uh, and they only want, like, 22 for it, and they just put 7000 bucks in maintenance into it. And hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, uh, He's got a buyer for his truck if he wants to sell his truck, which is paid for. And, but, you know, tell Kyle, he'll, he'll want to do it today, and then tomorrow he'll want to do something else. He's like me. And, uh, yeah, like me and my me and my hobbies. Him and his cars are, are like me and my kindred hobbies. spirits. Yeah, that's yeah, why. That's why when I go, you know, when I'm in Chicago, I stay with them, and we just sit there and stay <laughs> up all night talking about, hey, have you thought about this? Like I, I yeah. picked up a new hobby while I was in California this time. What's that? Uh, longboarding. Oh yeah, I did see that one picture. Yeah, and so now I'm like, I'm like, you know, maybe if I move out, like I'll just get into downhill longboarding. Like my the price of <laughs> the price of my sports keep going down and down and down, but the That's price a plus, of man. The, the price of the hospital bills, if anything happens in those sports, keeps going up and up and up. Yeah, the potential goes up and up and up. Yeah. So, but it, dude, yeah. it's it's nuts. <laughs> like, do sixty miles an hour downhill on a skateboard? No thanks, man. Sounds awesome. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds awesome. Yeah, I I don't know, man. That sounds scary. I mean, you wear leather suits and stuff, and yeah, yeah. You you get to wear the gloves on your hands so that you can like slide like knee pucks, but they're hand pucks. So like knee yeah. pucks for a motorcycle suit, you have hand pucks. That's an insane hobby, man. That's a nu- that's nuts. It's awesome. That's nuts. <laughs> the uh, I, w- I wonder if I wonder if you'd have enough momentum if you did like the downhill S's in Road Atlanta to get around like six, seven, eight. And then down the back straightaway again, and then back up the hill. Oh no! Should we find out? Should I? Should I start longboarding all of the tracks and putting a GoPro oh, we'll, we'll, on? Maybe. Maybe we should try that at Grid Life and see how uh, see how much momentum you can conserve. I mean, I think a I would need to skinny up a little bit for wind resistance. 
Or you need to get an aerodynamic suit. Yes, I could do that. And, you, and an aerodynamic and your, helmet. Yeah, and use your mass as an advantage. <laughs> and like ABEC 11 bearings. I don't know what that means. low rolling resistance wheels. Okay, I, I know what that means. And a strong tailwind. Yeah. And Although they make the w- these, they make these electric longboards now. Okay. I don't know if you've seen them. They're like longboards that have like little like electric motors on them. They can take you up. Well, some of them will do like 25 miles an hour. Oh wow. On flat ground, and they'll climb like 20% grades and stuff. All right, we're gonna have a longboard time attack at Grid Life in in August. That sounds good to me, man. Yeah. It'll be middle of the night. It will be unsanctioned. It will be video. Oh, they make these wheels that light up. Like old, like. Perfect. Remember, like LA lights? The shoes? Perfect. They make wheels that light up. We need some of those. Yeah, that's what you need to do. I'll time you, man. We'll do it. Nighttime longboard race. Yeah. Road Atlanta's really got. It's stuck in my head right now, man. I I don't know how you live near that place because all I would want to do is drive it. I know you're kind of sick of it and it's not like your favorite, but it's my favorite right now, man. It's weird, man. Like, I feel like. I don't want to say I've conquered that track because I know it can go faster. Yeah, you can, there's always something, but yeah. But mentally, I'm just cashed out because last time I was there, I thought that to go any faster, I was going to wreck. Yeah, because I was, was just... essentially like full throttle everywhere unless I was hard on the brakes. Yeah. What, what did you run, a 136 or something? Oh, uh, like a 138, high 138. But okay. the uh, it was kind of warm. It started to warm yeah. up. It was like the second session of the day. It seems like about 60, 55 to 60 degrees on a sunny day is like the perfect conditions. Yeah, there. it started getting into the 80s. So I yeah. went out and kept dropping time, and everybody else came in, and they were like a second and a half slower than they were that morning. Okay. So they drove the same way. I pushed a little bit more and dropped a little bit more time. Yeah. So I'm going to say, like, we could go even a second and a half faster than that. Yeah, maybe. Like 137s. The... Uh I think a bunch of track records got reset uh, at the for for SCCA um, at the majors race. I know SM Spec Miata got reset, which is a hard thing to do. Yeah, um, and that got reset right before we went out. Um, I think the STL record is like a thirty-nine or a forty, but I could be wrong. The the so leaders were running like thirty-nines and forties. I saw because what the majors were at VIR this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw Danny Steen or Stein or whatever talking about the race and in the back of my head I could tell he was kind of bitching about it because he was running good yeah. times in the Miata. Yeah, but he, he, he was like he was like I just couldn't get away from some of the Hondas in the straights and then they'd hold me up in the corners and I couldn't get by them. I was his, like, "Well, new... welcome to racing with more than one model vehicle." Yeah, he's so used to spec Miata because he's been running that for like ten years. Yeah, uh, I talked to him at the Road Atlanta Majors, and and it was his first outing in his new purpose-built STL car, which looks to be worth. He he looks like he poured about as much money into that as I did into my house. It's awesome. <laughs> um, I think that's it, another OPM-built uh, car, isn't it? Um. Yeah, it's OPM. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tom Fowler built it and it's got uh Jesse Prather motor in it and in the motor the motor sounds like Tall Kyle's locked VTEC K20. <laughs> it's it's it lumps. It sounds good, man. But yeah, I think uh, he Danny, was he, it looked like he was running pretty quick at VIR too. He was And within, at Road Atlanta. Wasn't he doing like 39s at Road Atlanta? Uh I think he was doing 39s or 40s. Yeah, yeah. 39s 
and he had the fastest time, but his car kept having issues at Road Atlanta. He actually teething, uh, teething issues. Yeah, is it, it was the first event, and uh, he they blew a clutch line, I think, uh-huh. and and they couldn't find one. And then uh, the guy who owns OPM said, "Oh, I know where to look," and they went over behind the uh, the Skip Barber school, you and know, just pulled one off of one of the cars. It, and there's a bunch of wrecked MX-5s back there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so takes a big cable cutter and just chops the whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> Got one. <laughs> and I don't know what the problem was on Sunday. I didn't. Uh, I, I walked over and there was nobody around the car. I, I grabbed the the data box that I had in it out of it, but uh, they had a problem on Sunday. But he, I think he was leading the race on Sunday. Okay. Um, but yeah, the car is fast, and he was within about a half a second or so of Kevin Bohm, the uh, the current STL champion. Okay. Um, at VIR this weekend, so um, yeah, the car's fast. It's, yeah. Oh, and uh, shout out to Mike Taylor. It looked like he had a test day at Road Atlanta, and did like a. I think he did a 140. He had a 140 at Road Atlanta. Yeah, he was uh, he was really close to 140s. I think at uh, the Road Atlanta Majors. Yeah. Um, he let me sleep in. He let me and Kyle sleep in his trailer too, which is very nice of him. Oh, nice. Yeah, Tina made us uh, potato soup. It was great. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, the, the food That's, that we had at Road Atlanta was Isn't that awesome. what she made you last time, too, when you were at VIR? Yes. Oh, heck yeah. It was so yeah. good. And then uh, Bowie, uh, or Bowie, however he likes to have his name said, him and his buddies made some awesome chicken and brisket. It was awesome. The food was ridiculous. Homemade barbecue sauce. These southern dudes really do it, man. <laughs> it was good. That's, just, that's how we roll, but man. It was, it, was, it was a great weekend as far as food goes. I think I gained about six pounds. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, luckily, luckily on Sunday, my car lost about six pounds in plastic all over the track. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it. Uh, Mike Taylor's car is rock and rolling at Road Atlanta. He's got a new transmission that he wants to build at uh, after running the Road Atlanta Majors. Okay. But yeah, uh, last time I was at his house, he was working on the uh, the splitter setup. I think. Yep. And he he promptly ruined it at the Atlanta Majors, and then it fell off at the VIR Majors. <laughs> oh, really? An STU golf uh, lost its rear bumper, and Mike had no. It was in like in turn uh, in the in the like right at start finish. Okay. At Road at Road Atlanta, and Mike drove straight into it and plastic like, you know, like when the Kool Aid Man jumps through the wall. Yeah. Um, that's what happened. Like plastic went everywhere, and Mike Taylor <laughs> said, "Oh yeah, it was awesome." <laughs> That's and, a bad uh, place for something to be online because you can't yeah, really he avoid was, anything. He had no right choice. There. He had no choice but to just, like, literally just center punch this bumper. Yeah. Um, but I was talking to him on Saturday night. He had an interesting day at VIR on Saturday. Um, in the race, I, I noticed I was watching Race Monitor um, after work, and I noticed he didn't finish. He got six laps in or something. And so I texted him, and a, a little while later, he texted me back, 11,000 RPMs, harmonic balancer exploded, took out the oil filter. What? Yeah. He misshifted. <laughs> I think he went from um, four, fourth, fifth, and then he went from, like, fifth to second. I don't know. So one, did, two, it, did it just exceed the mechanical limitations of the harmonic balancer? It just spun too fast? Yeah. Uh, you know what a stock Honda pulley looks like, right? Yeah. With the rubber and everything? Yeah. He had a stock Honda GSR pulley in there. Yeah. And um, picture the center portion and then the rubber. That was all that was left because the, the belt ring parts exploded. Came apart? Oh, jeez. Yeah. They, he, he, and he knows he hit 11. Um, wow. 11,000 RPMs. And it might have been more. And he's got a remote mount oil filter, like, right 
in line of the belts, you know, somewhere. Yeah. I think I think it's right up front, um, and one of the chunks went into that thing. Um, so that's why he had to shut it down. Otherwise, he probably could have finished the race. But wow. uh, he got it, it, Chad Slag, uh, another guy off the off the forum. He gave him a, a new harmo- or a new pulley, and uh, and Mike was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if the, you think the motor's good. And uh, he was texting buddies and stuff. Compression was fine. Oil pressure was fine. And so he took it out and he wrung its neck on Sunday and it was cool. So okay. It was uh, Blake Meredith built that motor and. Which he just, uh, he did pretty well at VIR too, didn't he? Yeah, he just won on Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, and Blake runs a FPCRX that I put a bunch of pictures yeah, you're, on. Yeah, your Angle favorite one Instagram. ever, right? Yeah, the Slip, Slip Angle Show Instagram's got a bunch of pictures of Blake's CRX, which is an FP, F production car. It's just awesome. It's just yeah. an awesome car. But uh, yeah, Blake's got forged rods and pistons in it. And I think if they were OEM rods, his uh, Mike's, Mike's motor would have just came apart. Um, yeah, he's got forged rods in there. So oh uh, man, yeah, did Mike... you see the photo of that rod I put up of Andrew Kidd's Miata? Yeah, that thing was twisted like four ways. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, what are some of the shows that you did out in California? Um, when I was out in California, I went out to Sacramento uh, and okay. sat down um, uh, with uh, Control Engineering. Uh, so okay. Justin Ross, who's been on the show a couple times now, he was on. Miata's at, uh, at Mazda Raceway, and then he was also in the 25-hour. Uh, he was the crew chief for the 25-hour team that we interviewed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So went out there and talked to him, um, you know, and talked to his boss, too, out at Control Engineering about Spec E46 and Spec E30 stuff. Cool. cool. Uh, from That's there, the shop that ma- they mainly build E46s, right? Yeah, and E30s. Okay. So there's, uh, there's a few Google executives, I believe, that have uh, E30s that they maintain. That sounds like a good so, customer. Yeah, so it's like you wreck <laughs> it, and it just needs to be fixed for the next race. Man, or I want you Google roll it over, and it needs to be fixed for the next race. And if that That's means a putting gig. a new roof on it, that means putting a new roof on it. Do it. That's awesome. So, And then uh, from there, went down to Mountain View uh, and hung out with Andrew Kidd. It was actually Sunnyvale. Uh, Andrew Kidd okay. at TrackSpeed Engineering. Yeah. So, uh, and then... Drove down to L.A. and ended up, uh, like, I saw that Anthony uh, Magnoli had posted up that he was, like, in Fontana. And I was staying in Ontario, like, right by Fontana. So I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, like, you're going to be around for a while. And ended up uh, recording a show with him. He's the 2012 Specky 30 NASA National Champion. Yeah. So I sat down with him. Um, and with Andrew Adams from Ireland Engineering that builds a lot of BMW stuff, uh, mainly yeah. for, like, E30s and for 2002s. Yep. Um, and yeah, then, I, know that, I know that company, yeah. Yeah. So, and then got to go hang out with uh, Matt the Motorator DeAndrea. Yeah, from CarCast. Yeah, from CarCast. So, we met him. One, I met him at the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood. And one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Yeah. Was that, was that one, yeah. I think that's, I mean, that was essentially like the first car, sh- car podcast, really. Except for yeah, maybe maybe Click lot. and Clack, maybe. I don't know. but Click and Clack's a radio show that they just happen to have 10,000 episodes of and put yeah. it up as a podcast. Yeah. It's not real. So, But he was, he was awesome, so all these shows will be coming up soon. And also sat cool. down with Brett Becker for about an hour. He is the uh, editor at NASA Speed News Magazine. Yeah, which you've been writing for. Yep. So sat down and talked to him a little bit about uh, that and about Track HQ and just yep. kind of his background a little bit. 
Sweet. That's a good uh, trip, man. Yeah. So, and then sat down with John Mueller, too, who used, he was, for like seven years, was the NASA Spec Miata national director. Yeah. So, sat down with him for, that show's long. It's like an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. So, yeah, lots of really cool stuff in that one. You talk about Spec Miata's a lot, or no? No, not at all. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So, and then uh, went to Alpine Stars. And talked to yeah. their uh, national sales manager for automotive and karting, Chris Thompson. Cool. So, cool. yeah, so got about, you know, seven shows recorded on that trip while I was out there. Wish I could have done more, but uh, this trip was just kind of more relaxing and stuff before track season gets really started with grid life stuff and everything else. Yeah. How, is, uh, how are summer months in uh, at the Porsche Experience Center? I don't know. Well, I mean, I thought maybe you had heard. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you haven't been so, there long enough. No, well, they just opened up like last August or last September. Oh, so okay. For, okay. For I, thought, I thought the operations. place was two years old. No. Okay. So I think they moved into the building like last summer or last oh, okay. spring maybe. Yeah, so you don't know yet and they don't know either. Huh? Yeah. I did I did uh, take a sneak peek at the one uh, in Atlanta. or Sorry, in Los Angeles though. Yeah, cool. Cool. So... Are they doing a full track up there, too, or no? Yeah, so the main track there is going to be about three miles. So it's not a full, it's not a track. It's a handling circuit. Oh, my circuit. goodness. Wow. But, yeah, so in Atlanta, we have 28 acres. In L.A., we'll have 52. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So wonder, lots of really wonder cool if they'll stuff. Let us, I wonder if they'll let us rent it for a track event. <laughs> yeah, right? Probably Yeah, we're going to have the uh, SCCA majors uh, right here. Yeah, three miles, and it's probably only 18 feet wide. And yeah, not a big deal. Yeah. No, be, no problem. We can race smart cars yeah. there. We can go three wide through turn one in smart cars. Smart car racing seems like a fun thing. That might be fun. We should do it. Those things are cheap now. Are they getting cheap? Yeah, like I saw them when I was in L.A. for like five and six grand. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then we can put Hayabusa motors in them. They they have they have turbo what three cylinders from the factory? I don't know if they're all turbo. Are they all turbo? I know Maybe you. They I are. know some of them. I know you can get them, them with a turbo. Be. I don't know. I'm not. Last time I was shopping for smart cars, I really wasn't shopping for smart cars. So yeah, I know. I don't think anybody's ever <laughs> shopped for smart cars and listened to this show at the same time. Probably not. I think uh, I think that demographic is is isn't quite who we're looking for. My my only experience with smart cars is um, I have held a smart car turbo in my hands. Um, because I think in like oh five oh six, whenever smart cars first came out, um, Tall Kyle bought one of those turbos. And, to put on uh, what? To put on a moped? He put it on a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> and and we we so so ta- I, my brother and Tall Kyle built the first uh, turbo ruckus like ever. Huh. Um, and that video's got like a, a jillion hits on YouTube. I don't. Oh really? You can see t- you can see stupid Tall Kyle doing. Turbo ruckuses on YouTube from like '05 or '06, but that's like the beginning yeah. of YouTube. It it was loud too. It made tons of spool noise. It was yeah. It was like right when YouTube started. It was like you know, people, he, Kyle was uploading dumb revving his B16 videos. You know what I always thought would be sweet, man? If we got like four small turbos and put them on just like a four-cylinder Honda, one for somebody each cylinder, has to have done that. One for each yes. cylinder. That'd be awesome. That has to have been done. I I don't think I've seen it. That's not a bad idea, really. In theory, like if you can size them right, 
besides the mess that it would make, it's like it would actually work. <laughs> I think we should try it. And each one of those has got to be able to do like 100 horsepower. So, yeah, it's it's really not that terrible of an idea. You've yeah, had we, worse ideas today. We can With all that torque, we can build one that can run me back up the mountain after I ride down on my longboard. Nah, there's easier ways to get you back up the mountain. Like a helicopter. You've always, you've, you've always got that callback. You're good at this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a professional or something. Maybe. Maybe. Almost. Maybe. Yeah. Where, where are you uh, right now? You're driving through uh, I am just about into Texas? Dallas now. Okay. So only 12 hours and 22 minutes left to get home. 857 miles, according to Google Maps. I don't think I've ever really spent any time in Dallas. I drove through it when I was like eight. That's not bad. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I've never spent any time there. So. I don't mind it. There's a lot to do here. We got a bunch of listeners in Texas. You can stop by and say hi to them and get some free free dinners and stuff. Yeah, I've been gone for like four weeks. I think it's kind of important that I yeah. haul you tail might need to get to go, home. You might need to go home. Screw Ken Brewer. Go home. Yeah, Ken Brewer's <laughs> down in Houston. Yeah, that's a long way. I'm like from Dallas. five. Yeah, I'm like five hours north. Yeah, you th- you know you think of all these cities in Texas and you're like, well, they can't be that far apart, but they're like two states yeah. apart. I really <laughs> wanted to call John Wagliardo, and I know when he listens to this, he'd be like, dude, why didn't you call me? But Dude, I just I gotta get home, man. I gotta work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, you gotta see pretty ladies, and you gotta work. Yeah, you gotta see that dog, see that girl. Yep. Which the the girl that may or may not be leaving her job. Yeah. So to that, follow you, in so that we can of, uh, move to California. Move to, <laughs> or or maybe just move there for a little while, or forever, or live in a trailer. I don't know. Moving there is step number one, and then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, man. I think you kind of like kind of like for us. It's like step number one: start podcast. Step two: just do a bunch of see where it goes. Yeah. Then Austin wants to start a magazine. Oh, dude! I did. I got to hang out with Bill Caswell for a little while too. Yeah. How was that? It was good. He was getting. Do you remember any of it? Uh, a little bit. (laughs) We were supposed to record a show, and instead. I wasn't feeling that great and got kind of sleepy and just went and was like, nah, man, I'm going to go sleep in my car. And literally I just <laughs> walked over to the car, got in, laid down in the back seat, shut the door, locked it, put the key on the floor and passed out for like five hours. I want to party with Bill Caswell so much. So, dude, it made me feel very, like, very, like I couldn't keep up. Yeah, no, I, I know I couldn't keep up, but I want to do it so bad. So, super awesome guy, though. He texted me the next yeah. day. He was like, dude, I feel bad. Like, is everything okay? It's like, yeah, everything's <laughs> fine, man. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to go lay down for a while. Yeah. No, like, literally, we were talking, and all of a sudden, yeah. I just got, like, super tired. Like, I just had to pass out. And yeah, I just looked happen, at him. Man. I just looked at him. I was like, hey, man, I think I'm just going to go lay down in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? In San Diego, or north of San Diego, in, in Vista, California. Just, like, at a bar or something, or what? Yeah. Yeah. So, not quite at a bar, like, outside in a parking lot. Perfect. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I felt <laughs> I felt like a total not great word, but. Yeah. Yeah, you, you wimp. Yeah, pretty much. Old man Austin here. I know, right? <laughs> man, I couldn't even, like, I couldn't even get it together to go to Lip to Colt on time. Like Lane yeah, was I, giving Lane was giving me crap for it. Yeah, they actually said it on the latest DWA. Yeah, yeah I heard it. I was like, oh. <laughs> Things started at nine. I think I showed up at like one. 
Yeah, everybody's like firing up the engines, trying to warm up their little air-cooled dangers to get home. But really, yeah, that's Austin. the best time to go. Because because the crowd is thinned out. Yeah, it was strategic. Yeah, that looks like an awesome show, man. Looks really like, cool. And like everybody that has the awesome cars stick around because they're in prime yeah. spots and they can't get them out. And they want everybody to see them, so all the riffraff like trickles out. The uh, uh, yeah, riffraff uh, at a Porsche meet. Riffraff meaning like what? Flat brims or? I don't know, man. Like, it was cool. I just feel like a lot of those cars now, people buy them, yeah. just like as a. I don't know. It's like the new hipster car. Or or they're like perfect investment grade cars and people don't want to touch them and then they weren't there. Yeah, and I just, I don't enjoy any of that stuff. I do like the yeah. cars that are like super rough around the edges that actually get driven. That's my style. <laughs> on, on DWA, they were talking about how they almost spun Art's car um, yeah. on a bridge on the, on the way there, almost wrecked it. <laughs> I need to send him a voucher to come to the Porsche Experience Center where we have a module specifically for that. Yeah, so that well, he didn't crash, so he must, he would probably pass that test. Yeah, there was a, a hydraulically mounted piece of asphalt. Yeah, you were telling us about that. I'm, yeah, I think you were telling it was on a show we did with Greg, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, like the the road flies up. Huh? Yeah, it, it kicks left or right, like it slides up to two feet left or right. You don't know which so way. Once the front, up, once over, the front axle yeah. clears, yeah, like it slides sideways, like an abacus. That's, that's kind of rad. Ab, abacus, <laughs> I don't know. I would like to try that, actually. You should. Yeah, next time I'm in Atlanta, you need to give me a voucher because I'm broke. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to. CRX, baby. It's okay. I'm broke, too. You're the one that has a job. Yeah. I do have a job, but I have to give my money to my family so that I can feed them and stuff. It sucks. I have to give my money to the IRS. Yeah, that's, that's not a fun place to give it at all. They just gave me a couple thousand bucks. Nice. I just filed my extension because I was in California and was like, oh, crap, I don't have anything that I need. I left without no. it. Yeah, you, that's good. At least you filed an extension like a real man. Yes. On the 15th, no less. Oh, perfect timing. Like and it was, Simpson. it was accepted by the IRS like four minutes later. It was wonderful. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Did you go to H&R Block or something? Uh, TurboTax. TurboTax Online. I don't know how any of stuff works. I just go to an accountant, give him $100, and he does it for me. <laughs> wow, your accountant's cheap. I mean, he might have been 175 My wife writes the check. I don't really care. <laughs> I give her all the money, and she writes that check. So, so I felt bad because oh, yeah. I bought a GoPro. Oh, you, did buy, you finally bought one. Yeah, I bought a GoPro before I left. Yeah. I didn't touch it once. <laughs> when you were borrowing one, you used it constantly. Yeah, and now that I have one, it's like, eh. What uh, What kind did you get? Uh, a GoPro Hero 4 Silver. Yeah, how, is, that, is that way cooler than the 3? Yeah, I mean, it's got a touchscreen on the back. There's oh, a touchscreen, wow. and you can yeah, you can view what it's shooting on the back. That's kind of cool. Yeah. They have Hero Threes, I think, on eBay for like 150 right now, refurbs. Yeah, um, but I mean, uh, maybe. I kind of want to get one just just because they'd be easier than playing with the old Hero Two. I mean, 150 that, isn't too bad. Yeah, I I'm I'm too cheap. I'll just use the the first you gen. Could, and the you could you could get two of them, so you could have one facing front and one back. So next time you get pancaked, uh, you'll have I, footage I, of both. I didn't have any footage from that, but uh, the guy that hit me had footage of him hitting me just as he shifted to second gear from third, like and wide open throttle, he drove right into me. Ooh. Um, and it was Tim Myers who was running T4 in an RX8. 
And believe it or not, the RX-8 didn't look like it had done anything except for, like, maybe somebody, like, took a chunk out of the bumper. And he, and he finished the 40-minute race, but the back of his car was, like, pushed up to the rear axle. Huh. But, uh, yeah, the front of an RX-8 is way stronger than the back of a CRX. <laughs> so much stronger. Well, it's also a lot newer, too. Yeah, it's, uh, and it's pointy, and my car is terrible and old. I do, I still, I don't know, being out in L.A. and seeing some of the EFs cruising around, I kind of want one. Yeah, they're they're terrible to get crashed into, but they're really awesome when they're when they're in good shape. Actually, day. remember that one that I was showing you that was for sale that was out there on, like, uh, on Spoon Wheels? It was yeah, white. Yeah. I think it got stolen. It got uh, stolen while I was out there, huh? I, I, saw, um, I saw pictures on one of the Facebook pages that an EF on... Yeah. Black. Slipstreams or spoon wheels got stolen. No, they're legit spoon SW88 whatever's. 388. SW388s. Yeah. yeah. So it was legit, man. That's kind of a bummer. Those are awesome wheels. Yeah. Too. That car that re- car was really clean, too. They're, they're, uh, the EFs are going up in value, but I don't know how high they'll go. But uh, they're, they're, it's a really fun driving experience. If you like the Japanese stuff, it's, it's, uh, it's just old enough to feel vintage and kind of ancient but uh just modern enough to not be annoying to work on you know? i'm starting to really like the german stuff though this is the first german car i've ever owned yeah the wagon the the volkswagen is your first one yeah what didn't you have a renault what are the where are those from a renault yeah no that was my uncle's car that's what i learned to drive stick shift in okay where are those from where are those made uh france, france? that's what i thought oh wee wee yeah, I'm not too up on European stuff. I don't know much about it. I did just change the oil on a TDI Passat, my dad's, though. Nice. Did, was you, annoying. did you change the cartridge, too, for the filter? Yeah, of course. Why of course. is it annoying, man? Because I had to suck the oil out the top. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it was a pain do, in the ass. You don't have to do anything. You don't even well, have to get the, dirty. I could do it I could do it in a business suit. I, I the only the only thing that was annoying was I had to learn how to use the new Harbor Freight oil like sucker that we bought. Oh, um, you have one of those. See, I bought like a Primo one. Yeah, well, my dad bought like the really fancy one, and I and like I had to change the fitting on it because it was some dumb fitting that didn't connect to our air supply. Um, oh, see, mine's just like a like a pump. Mine is this, like this, mine looks like one of the things that the the exterminator carries around. This thing's like it looks like a big propane tank. It looks kind of like a green egg like grill. Okay. Um, and it's got like ten gallon capacity, but you like charge it up with an air hose. Um, and, like, the air passes over this little venturi or something and draws a vacuum in the tank. Uh-huh. Um, and then you unplug the air hose, and then you stick your fitting down in the oil oil or the dipstick tube or whatever. And uh, I mean, so is it really just, that bad being able to change your oil with just popping the hood? You don't have to get underneath the car. You don't I have like to get all dirty. Part. I like that part. The, the, the cartridge filter, like, you had to move the wiring harness a little bit, which wasn't too bad, but... Um, it's better than I guess burning I was the more, shit out of your arm on the exhaust. Yeah, I guess I was more annoyed at the Harbor Freight tool, but it ended up being pretty nice. Yeah. So. I think they're on to something, it? man. They're on to something. I, the only thing that weirds me out is that you can't get all the oil out the bottom because you're sucking it out the top. Um, obviously, you're getting most of it, and the filter obviously yeah, filters it. But, I mean, but. like, when you're draining the oil out of your car, you're not yeah. actually getting all the oil anyways. You're getting most of it, though. Yeah, but, I mean, there's still a lot that's on the walls and up in the head. I, and Like, you know it's not bone a, dry. Is, is there actually a uh, is there a drain plug hidden under all that plastic or no? Yeah, mine, mine there, has one. 
There is a drain plug down there. Yeah, when you're at the dealership, that's how they do it. Oh, okay. Because okay. they take my skid plate off all the time. They take they take all the plastics and everything down. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad though, but uh, I guess I was more annoyed at the Harbor Freight oil extractor. But even though it's like it's like industrial grade, I just had to fix it before I used it. So I haven't been in any new Hondas yet, but I yeah. want to ride in one with a hundred thousand miles on it that has not a squeak or a rattle. I'm not sure They're, they exist. My wife's 03 has uh, like around 90, and it's pretty rock solid. I don't have too many complaints about it, but yeah. it ain't as nice. It ain't as nice as your Jetta. It's, yeah. The dash is a little vibrate It's a, it's like a, you know, a step below your car. Yeah. Uh, it it really drives pretty oh. nice. So my dad spent a week with me in this car, and before yeah. that, like the only time he'd spend in the car was like, you know, he'd fly in, I'd pick him up, or we'd go to dinner when I was down in Florida or something. Yeah, yeah. He calls me like two days after, and like has all these like wagons that he's found, like TDI <laughs> wagons, and I think he, I think he really wants one now. He's looking at Jettas, huh? Yeah. Um, my my dad's a big dude, and he actually really likes his Passat. Like it's super. The Passats comfortable. are big, man. It's huge, and it drives really nice. I'm he's got like eighty or ninety on it already. I'm really impressed with it. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not bad cars. Wow, and we have gone off on a huge tangent. I that will I, happen. I apologize. That will happen. I did take that Passat up Pikes Peak, though. That was fun. Yeah, all that torque, man. Yeah, it and they and they. Even stock, it handled pretty well. And that DSG box, I've talked about it before, but I really like that dual that dual clutch automatic. <laughs> it's, it's actually really, pretty. They're actually pretty decent. That's what I was telling my it's, dad. It shifts so fast, man. It's, it's ridiculous. As long as you stay up on the services with it, it's supposed to be reliable too. Yep. That's the next thing I got to do on that thing is service the DSG box, which is really stupid. Like you have to. There's like a drain plug inside the drain plug, and. And you like lose forty dollars in fluid when you service it. Like you have to put all this expensive fluid in, and then you have to like run it, and like extra stuff dumps out, <laughs> and it's like forty bucks a quart. Well, it's F one uh, technology, man. What do you expect? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You only have to do it every fifty or sixty thousand miles. So. It's actually every forty, so you're probably a little uh, behind. No, I think I'm doing the second one. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's about at eighty. He's right about due for the second one. So only he had the dealer should do the first one. Man. Well, he's only, he, has, he's, he only owned it, uh, well, it'll be two years in Memorial Day. So. Okay. It's not it's not nearly as long as yours. Like a month or two behind you. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing is, yeah, he drives for work. I drive yeah. for being an idiot now. Well, you drove for work for a while. He puts about 40000 a year on for work. Now, so. Okay. Yeah, he drives around, and then yeah, Big Ron crawls out of that little Passat and walks <laughs> up and sells windows and doors. If they made that Passat in a wagon, that's probably what I'd get. So I could sleep oh, that, in it. I that could would sleep be an awesome a car. Better. Yeah, that would be an awesome car. I still have dreams of getting an Evo, like, 8 or 9 that's been rear-ended. Yeah. And buying a rear clip from an Evo wagon in Japan. Yeah. And building one here. That would be a cool car. Yeah. Evo That'd wagon be f- would be nasty. <laughs> Put it on some wild suspension. and Absolute dream car. Yeah, yeah chase Andy Smedgard around... Uh, uh, GTA so events I'm, I'm kind of sad because Promo got waitlisted for GTA at Road Atlanta. And got what? he got waitlisted. Oh, really? Yeah. So because they're, they're full. And he'd asked me if I wanted to come and drive the car. It's like, absolutely. Yeah. Is he going to have that thing done yet? Uh, I don't know. He's got a crazy Evo that he's been building for a few years. Oh, no. He's, he's pulling a Devon. Yeah. No, oh, he's pulling a Promo. 
Devin might be pulling promo. I guess you'd be pulling a tall Kyle, too. Yeah, they're all kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> um, speaking of waitlisted, I got waitlisted for the SECA majors in mid-Ohio. Really? There's too many. Yeah, the place is going to be so packed out. It's wow. nuts. Wow. Um, I'm hoping I can run. If I don't run it, you know, I'll run with something else. But I mean, know, will you be able I, to get enough races in to qualify for runoffs? Yeah, you have to run three three to four majors weekends, depending on, on your points. So if I do mid-pack at two more majors, majors weekends, I'll probably get in. Okay. Um, but it looks like the, the car counts are going to be really strong for majors this year. Um, uh, I don't know. It, we'll see. I'm, I'm planning on running the Gingerman one, and then there's a Grattan one in August. That Ooh, I might Grattan run. will be fun. Yeah, I, uh, so I might run four just in case. But, okay. Okay. Um, if I can run mid-Ohio, that would be really fun. It's But it's the weekend before the big grid life in uh, Gingerman. So. Yeah. Well, you can Which drop is, the car on the way back. It's, well, I don't really care to have a car at that event, at, at grid life. <laughs> I'll be a little too busy. Uh, the uh, yeah, it, uh, the only problem with running the the, the event uh, event the weekend before the grid life event is the, uh, you know, the family and work and all that stuff. So. Yeah. But I'm I'm registered. I'm gonna to try to get it. If I don't get waitlist, if I get off the waitlist, if somebody backs out, then I'll probably run it. Or if they open up the group some more. So. Anyway, well, we're into this thing for about a, an hour ten. Yeah, so. too damn long. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm on my last battery bar on the recorder, so I don't want to. We don't want to pull another Tall Kyle episode and get me cut off and stuff. Hey, <laughs> that was a good episode though. That we got a lot of feedback on that dumb episode. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know that it was up. I think it was, you had scheduled it to go up, you know. Yeah. And uh, like somebody texts me, my, my buddy Dale Norman texts me, at, and he says, "Best podcast ever." And I said, "What one are you talking about?" And he said, "The TK episode." And I'm like, "Whoa! I didn't even know that we were using that thing." What we need to do is we need to pick a different like beer or, or liquor to drink for each show, and it can just be like the tequila theme show. And we can see how tequila makes us act. Yeah, we could have documented evidence of how we do on certain types of booze. It's scientific. We uh, okay at Big Grid Life in uh, in June. We will record for three nights in a row. Okay, <laughs> and, just different, can, different can, alcohol. Yes, we can document this. And we yeah. can have Forza set up, and once we like, we'll go one for one, everybody. Beautiful. And That's then beautiful. we'll see who can set the fastest lap time. We're going to have a couple of our automotive podcast uh, rivals uh, at that event, too. Rivals? Well, I guess we're not rivals with anybody. Nobody cares, but it, uh, Matt Fair is going to be there. Yeah, he's not a um, rival. Uh, yeah, he's not a rival. He's the guy that made us do this, actually. But, and uh, the 10 podcast, the new guys from Iowa, they're going to come, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, they've been talking about it up on their on their cool show. It's a pretty good little show, actually. So. Yeah, our show sucks. Yeah, it's, our show's terrible. Why are you guys all listening? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> anyway, all right. All right, we're officially an hour 10 into this dumb show. But, uh, <laughs> all right, man. After, after this one, you guys will hear a ton of shows of Austin talking in California. So you'll forget that I ever existed. Maybe I can just quietly go off into the sunset. So. I seem to let you do the intro to everyone. <laughs> I'm down, whatever. Uh, well, we'll... Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Rate and review us on iTunes and all that wonderful jazz. Wired. All right, buddy. I'll all talk right, to dude. you soon, man. See ya.